How's it going today, guys? I'm back here live in the studio once again for another episode of Hot Takes with TP3. Today is Friday, July 7th, 2019. So you know what that means, guys. It's Big Friday, baby. This is Game 4 of the NBA Finals in Toronto on tonight. I'm going to have my handicap and everything for y'all on that. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about the big splash the Hawks and the Nets made making that trade. That was cool to see them making moves, but... That's pretty much all I got for y'all today. It's just a short little podcast, just me on here. Me and Brett have been doing that Role Players podcast, so that's where you can find both us basically talking everything. I just want to kind of tell y'all what I'm thinking about this game tonight, give y'all my pick, which will also be on Twitter. All my uh, MLB picks will be on Twitter. I was going to do all those on there, but honestly, like, I'd just rather tweet them out for everybody who's been following them. There's, there's been a good bit of people hopping on them lately. We've been hot, so might as well give the people what they want to see, but... First, let's get things going here with this trade that happened last night. So, sitting there playing a little Xbox, you know, next thing I know, my phone just starts buzzing off the hook. I'm getting all these notifications and everything from all these people. And then I see, boom, Brooklyn and Atlanta have agreed to a trade. Atlanta received Alan Crabb, the number uh, 17 pick in the 2019 draft, a protected first round pick in 2020. Um, and Tor- we send in return Torian Prince, the 2021 second round pick to the Nets. Um, my initial reaction reactions to the trade is it's a great trade for Atlanta I mean if you think about it Torian Prince was the number 12 overall pick we traded Jeff Teague for him who's the number 26 pick so we basically picked a 26 pick to a 12 pick to two first round picks one of them being number 17 one of them being 19 or in 20 one of them being in the next draft protected sorry number 17 in the 2019 draft which is this year but Alan Crabb as well is on his way to Atlanta you know I really like Alan Crabb as a three-point shooter and everything obviously for 18 and a half million dollars not really worth it I don't know if he'll be bought out or not just because that's a heavy contract I don't know if he will I think Atlanta could use him honestly he's a nice like seventh eighth guy off the bench he can shoot the three ball well you know the Blazers were in a situation where the Nets offered him a max offer sheet they chose to match that offer sheet later traded him out there to Brooklyn once they needed to free up cap space to do other stuff. And I think it's a good trade for both sides. So from the Atlanta side of things, the way I look at it, like I was saying, is we flip those those players and picks to get these two draft picks. Now the Hawks have three first-round picks in this year's draft, three first-round picks in next year's draft because we have our own, the Cavs, and now the Nets pick. Obviously, the Cavs pick's protected. Shoot, we might not see that Cavs pick till 2025 with how bad they're going to keep being. But, hey, at least we got those picks, man. We got those assets now. I think Atlanta is going to try to trade up and make some moves here. Don't really think we have spots on our roster with all these picks. I believe we have two second round picks as well so I mean we don't really have spot for five rookies I think we're gonna end up trying to trade up whether it's to get RJ Barrett whether it's to get Culliver at that four pick we can maybe do like number 17 and number eight and who knows maybe Baysmore or something else to the Lakers for that four pick like there's a lot of things we could do with it but I could see the Hawks trying to trade up to get one of those two guys but ultimately if we used all three picks it'd be interesting to see what we did like I said we'll get either Culliver although I think Culliver will be gone honestly I don't know if y'all saw that picture of his, of his vert or not but man he can get up there I think Culliver will be gone then it'll be between Cam Radish or DeAndre Hunter whichever one falls to us at eight that 10 pick I mean like I've said our defense is absolutely awful I don't necessarily think that Jackson Hayes the big man out of Texas is that great but I mean he's a great defensive player he's got a lot lot of upside a lot of upside being compared a lot to Capella I mean Capella would be great in that offense I don't think he'll be ready to go right off the bat might take a year or two for him to be fully ready to go but I mean if he can be that defensive player rim runner for us I mean be a great thing to have a big man in the middle that can protect the rim for you I mean the Hawks are the worst defense in the league so they're gonna have to do something to fix that so I just think Hayes makes a lot of sense there at 10 if he's not taken ninth by the Wizards 
then that number 17 pick I'll look first to take a guy I know these guys aren't projected to go that high up in the first round but I look first to take a guy like Kyle Guy from Virginia I mean guys the in the way the NBA is he's the kind of guy <laughs> Kyle Guy's that kind of guy but he's that kind of guy you know who can hit five threes a game like easily I could easily see Kyle Guy averaging 15 points a game in the NBA hitting five six threes a game you know this guy he can spray the ball I would love to have him out there just in the corner him and Herter on opposite sides hitting threes I think he'd be a great sixth seventh eighth guy off the bench I mean he played big in the biggest stages for Virginia kind of took over ran that offense when they needed it then on top of that I could also see us getting a guy like C Boogie which is Carson Edwards for those of y'all who don't know him by that nickname Carson Edwards is an absolute bucket and in that game against Virginia he could not miss I think he'd be a great sixth man for us off the bench because I mean the Hawks I like DeAndre Bembry is that lockdown defender off the bench but we still need like that bench score so that's really what I think the Hawks could do for it now from the net side of things though from the net side of things is tells me one thing Kyrie Irving earlier in the week story comes out he probably won't resign in Boston I think Kyrie Irving will be a net next season I also think Kevin Durant could really follow him you know a lot of people are saying Kevin Durant you know he, he can't survive in that uh, New York media market and I mean they're not wrong if he's calling out all these kids and stuff on social media I mean who says that he can handle how rough that market is in New York you know it's definitely not easy there in New York so I could easily see that being a problem being an issue for Kevin Durant could definitely see him going to the Nets I mean that them getting rid of a crab right there opens up two max offer sheet slots for him. I'm not saying it happens for sure. Could definitely see it. So, I mean, that tells me a lot right there, guys. The Nets could be loading up for a big season. I mean, D'Angelo Russell, Lavert, Dinwiddie, Jared Allen. This is already a great team with those young guys. They can pay Russell as well. So, I mean, if they could have those, if they could have KD, Russell, and and uh, Irving, and then have a have Dinwiddie off the bench, you know, to go along with guys like Lavert guys like Jared Allen that is a nasty 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 Nets team right there and you know that'd be cool that'd be a cool look for the Nets honestly to get all those guys after we basically saw them make one of the worst trades in the league history you know they get the new owner he wants to pump all the money make this a big franchise I mean Jay-Z's an owner of the team for crying out loud the Nets have all the money they tried to go win now way too quick now they kind of set things back to where they build off the young talent they got a real nice young core adding guys like this is how you transform from a you know like a I mean, shoot, they pretty much went from a tanking team to the sixth seed to now being a contender if they can do this. So, I mean, I would love to see the Nets do everything that way. But let's go ahead now and get to tonight's game. Now that I've bored you all with a little bit of uh, Hawks and, uh, and trade talk and whatnot, you know, I was really freaking out. I love that trade, guys. I mean, I absolutely love it. The fact, the Hawks have three first-round picks now. We're dangerous, ready to make some moves and ready to make our, this a real team here. I'm very excited. But... First thing I want to say on this series before I give my pick away is here's your 2019 NBA Finals per. So this is how all these guys would do per their time on the floor. Steph Curry, 28 points per game. That's number one. Kawhi, 27.9. Siakam, 21.1. Marcus Old, 19.8. Fifth is Klay Thompson, 19.5. Sixth, Serge Ibaka at 16.4. Danny Green, seven at 16.3. The next warrior right here is at eight. That's Iguodala at 15.4. You got Van Vliet at ninth at 15. Uh, 10th for Lowry at 13.4. Then Draymond's at 11. So basically what that tells me is that points per 36 minutes, which is what regular starters should play, that only two Warriors qualify in that. I mean, I mean, sorry, three Warriors qualify in there, mostly Raptors. I mean, uh, guys, I mean, Kevin Durant's not playing in this game tonight. That really bothers me that KD's not playing. 
I don't think Clay's 100%, just like game game three. I did the same thing for game four. The second the line came out and it was juiced up, I went ahead and bet it. I got the got Raptors plus five and a half. Once again, look, I want to take the Warriors just as much as anybody else's. I want to see Warrior, the Warriors win this title. I want to see them three-peat. I don't know how much other people do, but I want to see history. Like I want this to go down as one of the best teams to ever play basketball, the Golden State Warriors, just because I watched them play and I really do think they are that good. But I don't know if they can win this series anymore, guys. I really don't. I mean, Toronto outplayed them. They hit way more threes, made way more buckets. I mean, Steph Curry's going to get tired doing that. We saw what happened to LeBron in the past. I think the Warriors might be able to win this one tonight, but I don't know. If, I don't think they can cover that number. I think five, five and a half. I mean, I feel really safe at five, five and a half on this one. Most teams that win that are a four point favorite, they usually cover two. So if you've got that extra point there at five, I feel a little bit better about it. But I just feel like, guys, they don't have enough, even if Clay does play. I don't think Clay can be that effective. He's obviously seriously hurt if he missed that game. They wouldn't have held him out. You can also look at it from the flip side of things, though, that they are resting Clay because they knew they couldn't win that game, but they wanted to win the next one. But I just don't know, guys. It seems so tough. Steph Curry probably played one of the best games I've ever seen him. He had seven assists, eight rebounds, 47 points. I just don't think the Warriors can give enough from these other guys. I mean, all the Raptors role players played a damn good game. I think this game will be way more low scoring. But then again, at the same time, I don't know if the Warriors can re- can match up with, with them once again on the defensive end. The Raptors have multiple guys. Let's say Gasol's not playing well. You can play Ibaka. Let's say Lowry's not playing well. You can play Van Vliet. There's just so much going for, for Toronto in this series right now. I think Golden State can win this game tonight. I do not feel safe betting on the Warriors' money line. I don't really want to bet on the Raptors' money line. I'd take that four and a half, five points. If I were you, I'd buy it up to five points to be a little more safe. That's where I feel best about this game. I feel like this game, you know, Raptors are, are going to win on the boards. They're going to move the ball. They're going to play better defense. I lean towards the under, though, in this game because the Raptors like to slow down the pace a little bit more. I look for them to do that a little bit more. But they, I mean, guys, the Raptors just shot the ball so well last game. Now, the Raptors shot the ball well this series. They shot 52.4%. I mean, the Warriors' defense really won't be that much better. I look for the Raptors to shoot closer in that 40 range. The Warriors shot 39.6, which is what a more defensive game looks like. I think Toronto can hold them down there more. Realistically, what the Warriors are going to have to do is hit more three-pointers. The Raptors hit 17. They hit 12. They only attempted, Toronto only attempted two more threes, though, in that span. That's really what I got to look for. I mean, both teams are not really turning. The, I mean, 15, 16 turnovers is a decent amount, but like that's not a, that big of a difference between each other. You know, points in the paint, pretty much even 38, 36. Fast break points, 18, 16. You know, like I just feel like Toronto, Spicy P, all these guys, they have the better matchups and everything for this defense. Iguodala, Livingston, those guys aren't going to be able to play heavy minutes. It's going to be up to Curry and Green. I mean, even if Thompson goes, how effective will he be? Multiple people I know have played with that hamstring injury. They say it gets tighter as the game goes on, which is also not a good thing. I think Toronto ultimately wins this one in a tight four or five point game, but I feel most safe is taking those Toronto points. I mean, take the points. Be smart tonight, guys. That's what I got for y'all today and on this game. Um, little last thing here before I go. Uh, buddy of mine, Sonny Singleton, he is started an internship up with this betting company. It is called New Brain Wagers. Um, they have multiple ways of betting sports. They bet the they bet hockey, basketball, baseball, and football. Um, New Brain Wagers. They have um, New Brain 
MBA, which is NBW. It is a premier hand, handicapping service, um, cumulative 66% accuracy, profited 60 units last month. Current record for June is 41.17. That's 71%, which is darn good, guys. Check them out. Go give them a follow at New Brain Wagers. Like I said, guys, I mean, they're a great betting source. I don't use them personally. I use my own picks just because I've been good at handicapping these games. But if y'all want to pay somebody to get winners, that's a good spot to go pay some winners. But I appreciate everyone tuning in once again. I uh, got the Raptors plus five and a half tonight. Obviously, I like it anything plus four and a half, plus five. I would take any of those. Raptors tonight. Hopefully, Golden State can win and we can still get paid. But till then, I'll see y'all next week. I'll probably do another one of these on Monday with y'all for my reasoning for picking the Raptors or whoever I pick Golden State in Game 5. So, I'll talk to y'all then.